0: Welcome to the broadcast of Exceedingly Abundant Ministries, in cooperation with Bethel Worship Center of Joplin, Missouri. Their goal is to win the lost, disciple Christians, set the captives free, and see the sick made whole. Bethel Worship Center is located at 3125 West Twentieth Street in Joplin. Weekly service times are Sunday morning at 10 a.m. and a Wednesday evening Bible study at 6:30 p.m. For more information, visit their website at BethelJoplin.org. Now. Here is Pastor Gary Culp with today's message.
1: Well, good afternoon. The Lord bless you. What do we know for sure? God is good all the time, all the time, God is good. Let's pray for souls. Father, we come to you in Jesus' name. Lord, we truly want everyone to go to heaven. So we're crying out to you for the eternal salvation of every boy and girl, man and woman in Missouri, Kansas, Oklahoma, and Arkansas. We're praying for their past, present, future spouses. We're praying for all the children they have now and the future and their family members. All grandchildren they have now and the future and their family members. All great-grandchildren they have now and the future and their family members. By faith, in agreement, we are sending the Holy Spirit to convict each person of sin, righteousness, and judgment. Lord Jesus, we cry out to you for you would reveal yourself to each person, your incarnation, your perfect life the great miracles you did, your death, burial, and resurrection, your precious atoning blood, the revelation and understanding by your stripes we were healed would come to every boy and girl, man and woman. They would humble themselves before you. They would repent of their sins, receive you, Lord Jesus, as Savior and Lord, being gloriously born again from above. And then, Father, you would get every person to a good Bible-believing teaching church. They would then be baptized in water, receive the baptism in the Holy Spirit. Every Christian would become a true disciple of the Lord Jesus Christ, or crying out for every demon-possessed, demonized, and captive to be set free, and all the sick to be healed from every sickness and every disease. And yes, Lord Jesus, for your children to walk in financial abundance, prosperity, debt cancellation of their debts, the full blessing of Abraham, whom God blessed in all things. And we believe and we agree, and therefore we say thank you in Jesus' name. But also, Father, we love the Jewish people so much. We have such great a debt of gratitude to them. We pray, Father, that the blinders and scales would fall off their hearts and minds. They would see that Jesus Christ is their Messiah, Savior and Lord, and they would be born again. According to your word, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem. We also agree with your word. They have a a title deed to all the land of Canaan, which is Lord Jesus is 36 times more the land they have now. Give all that land to them, Father. Restore that land to them. And Father, give them victory over all the enemies that are coming against them. We pray that you would use them to totally destroy Hamas, Hezbollah, ISIS once and for all. And anyone who tries to harm Israel, Father, you would shut them down and stop them and do whatever it takes, and we love and bless the Jewish people, and we thank you for them, Lord, in Jesus' name. Well, also, before we get into it, we're going to be go, kind of go from revelation to the gifts of the Holy Spirit, but there are just so many things going on that through the prophetic God is warning us about, and we need to pray against. So let's continue. Father, we come back to your throne of grace in Jesus' name. Father, we're praying against the digital currency. Father, it's from the pit of hell. It's evil. It's part of the one world government. It's part of the thing leading to the mark of the beast. We say no to it. We pray that you would send all the plans of the WEF, Joe Biden, and the feds into confusion and derision. They would fight among themselves. They would find no agreement whatsoever. And we agree there will be no digital currency until after the rapture of the church. We agree for that. And the dollar bills and cash will be strong and we'll be able to use them until that time. And we thank you for it by faith. And Father, I thank you that through Chris Reed, you warned us about the 12 sleeper sales in America. Thank you through your servant, David Cabal, from Intercessors of America, you exposed, Father God, the terrorist in the country, having vans with bombs in it going into big cities and setting them off at the same time. Thank you, Lord, for showing us this, that we can pray against it. We pray, Father, whether it be through law enforcement or your angelic host, you would shut those people down. You would drive them out. There would be no terrorist activities in the United States of America. And, Father, we ask that you would secure our borders, Father God. And, Father, ever foreign soldier, terrorist, ever prisoner, pedophile, ever drug dealer and cartel person, sexual trafficker that has come across our borders, you would expose them and you would drag them out of this country and they would never be able to return. And you would not allow them to continue to do their wicked deeds here. We cry out for that, Father, in Jesus' name. And also, Father, we know there's been threats against our uh, water table. Father, protect our water. Father, don't let anybody poison the water table, the wells, or the city water in any state or any city, Father. If anyone tries to do them, shut them down, Father God. Also, protect our food. Protect our farms, our food production plants. There will be no more burning down of the food production plants. And we agree, Father, you're going to take away all the farms from those who are doing evil, wicked things from the farms and rip. restore them to the hands of godly born-again people who will grow crops for the glory of God. And we thank you for that also in Jesus' name. And also, Father, please protect our electricity, our gas, our oil, our coal. Thank you for fossil fuels. Father, we decree in the near future the Keystone Pipeline will be restored. There'll be more oil wells. There'll be more coal mines. And Lord, we will be energy independent again, Lord. We declare that, Father God. And Father, you expose and bring down the lie of climate change change once and for all. And we trust you to do that, and we praise you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. Now we're going to get into the spiritual gifts. We're going to take a break from (laughs) at least one week from the book of Revelation, and now go into the spiritual gifts. I want us to understand the spiritual gifts. I want every one of us who is listening, who is born again, spirit-filled, begin to covet those gifts, walk in those gifts, because they're desperately needed in the church and in the world today, 1 Corinthians 12. Now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I would not have you to be ignorant. In other words, have understanding about these gifts, what they are and how valuable they are, right? Verse 2, "...you know that you were Gentiles carried away into these dumb idols, even as you were led. Wherefore I give you to understand that no man speaking by the Spirit of God calls, calls Jesus accursed, and that no man can say that Jesus is the Lord but by the Holy Spirit." Okay, I got a pause. I forgot to pray about something and I believe the Holy Spirit's reminding me. Okay, Father, we come again to your throne of grace. Father, we're praying for your servant Donald Trump and his family. We're praying for all conservatives and all Christians in America. And we're having a prayer of agreement together. Father, from the book of Esther, we recognize that each and every one of us are your Mordecais. Father, we decree for each and every one of us that I just named you in prayer. We ask your mighty head your protection about us, and only us, but the things you've blessed us with and put in our stewardship. Father, we plead the covering and protection of the blood of Jesus over each and every one of us, our pets, homes, finances, vehicles, everything you've blessed us with and put in our stewardship for each and every one of us, and we thank you for it right now. And Father God, not just for Donald Trump and his family and conservative Christians, but for every one of us listening. Father, I pray that you would continue to grant and assign to each and every one of us magnificent, mighty, powerful, holy angels, those holy angels that are still faithful to you, Heavenly Father, and to you, Lord Jesus. You would assign those holy angels to watch over and protect each and every one of us, including all the things you've blessed us with and put in our stewardship. You would protect each and every one of us from every attack and assignment of Satan and those in his wicked kingdom, in Jesus' name. Father, you will protect us from evil people, that means anyone or anything that would do evil or harm against us, the things you blessed us with, put in our stewardship, or will believe in you for, in Jesus' name. You will protect each and every one of us from all accidents and debilitating accidents in your precious name, Lord Jesus. You will protect each and every one of us from all sickness, disease, and pain, and we declare by your stripes we were healed. And we thank you for that children's bread, and we receive it by faith. And also, Father, protect us from all financial loss, loss of any kind. And we agree for that in Jesus' name. And I'm praying for each and every one of us, Father God, that you would grant each one of us four plus angels on a continual assignment for us and also grant us a mighty, powerful war for angels to watch over us, to protect us from all evil and harm, to strengthen us and to battle on our behalf. And we thank you for it now. And we ask it in the mighty name of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. And yes, I pray these things every day or remind me and my family and many, many others. I pray that was a blessing to you. Okay, back to our passage of Scripture, the gifts of the Holy Spirit, 1 Corinthians 12, verse 4. And may the Lord open your eyes to see the holy angels that are with you. That brings great comfort too. Okay, verse 4. Now there are diversities of gifts, but the same Spirit. Okay, notice, diversity gifts, the same Spirit, Holy Spirit, okay. There are differences of administrations, okay, or ministries, but the same Lord, okay, Lord Jesus Christ, okay. Verse six, and there are diversity of operations, but it is the same God who worketh all in all, God the Father. So we see in these three verses the Trinity, God the Father, Jesus Christ the Son, and the Holy Spirit, all involved the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Isn't that exciting? It should be, okay. Verse 7, but the manifestation of the Spirit is given to ever man to profit. Okay, God has provided to the body of Christ, and then specifically in this passage, nine gifts of the Holy Spirit, so we can be powerful and effective in ministering our love one to another, and we're gonna see what these gifts are, and if you haven't started coveting them yet, we'll give you an opportunity to do that, too. But these are available to every believer. God wants every believer to have at least one of these gifts in operation in your life, and you may already be doing it, and I, I don't say you can't operate in all nine. I mean, the Holy Spirit is sovereign, we'll see that, but I'm just saying these gifts are needful, and profitable to the body of Christ, and even in a lost world, these gifts displayed can bring people to Jesus, okay? For Unto one is given by the Spirit, Holy Spirit, the Word of Wisdom. The Word of Wisdom is a tiny portion of God's wisdom that He would drop into an individual that will give supernatural direction for a situation or a circumstance. You know, uh, a church can be what. what do we do about this, what do we do about that? And then God drops into someone the word of wisdom, and everybody knows that's exactly the direction we're supposed to go. That's a gift of the Holy Spirit. To another, the word of knowledge by the same Spirit. The word of knowledge is a tiny portion of God's knowledge that He pours into the believer, which is bringing facts, information about something that you wouldn't know otherwise, but God knows, and He's letting you know. You know the uh, uh, words of knowledge I became familiar with with watching Pat, uh, Pat Robertson on the Seven Hundred Club. Club. He and another individual, I can't think of his name right now, would stop in the middle uh, of their uh, uh, of their program and have words of knowledge. Uh, you know, that show someone has a certain affliction in their body, and that would cause that person on TV to hear, oh, I'm going through that. God knows what that is, and they would be healed because that would give them faith. God knows I have this. He's taking care of it, words of knowledge. It's information. It's facts. It doesn't have to relate with healing, but it's a supernatural portion of God's uh, knowledge that drops into you for a circumstance or a situation or for a person, okay? Okay. To another faith by the same Spirit. Well, you know we've all been given as believers Romans twelve three a measure of faith, and we need to operate in that measure of faith. And the fact the Bible tells us the just shall live by faith. So what's this? This is that mountain moving faith. We see I believe in uh, talked about in Mark chapter. 11 We'll go ahead and read verse 22. And Jesus answering saith unto them, have faith in God. Literally, it says, have the faith of God. (laughs) For verily I say unto you, whosoever, and I can tell you right now, you are a whosoever. Whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatever he saith. Okay? And Jesus never lies. Do you understand that? Therefore, I say unto you, whatever things you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive them, literally that you have received them, and you shall have them, and that could be a process. But again, we see the mountain-moving faith. The gift of faith is supernatural, special faith God gives to you for a circumstance, situation, or for a person. Awesome, Amen. We need that today, don't we, in the church and the body of Christ? So this is mountain-moving faith. Great, powerful things happen when this gift is released, and people. And usually, you speak it into uh, into uh, existence. Uh, God allows you to do that by the same Spirit. To another gifts of healing by the same Spirit, and I want to put these two gifts together. To another workings of miracles. Okay. When God allows you to operate in a gift of healing, He is dropping into you that gift for a specific person for a need to be met and whether it be through anointing with oil laying on of hands or speaking it as you speak it that gift is released through you and that person receives their healing now what's the difference between healing and miracles healing a person could be touched know that God's touched them but yet it could be maybe take three or four days to completely recover or 24 hours or whatever but a healing and it can be instant too but you Usually, healing is progressive. You know God's touched you, and you immediately begin to get well, and you recover quickly, okay? And usually in a very short period of time, okay? Workings of miracles, and and not only with workings of miracles, there are creative miracles. A miracle is instantaneous, okay? When God allows you, when you pray for something to release the gift of working of miracles, Boom, it's there now. The broken leg is healed now, okay? The, the eyeball out of socket is in socket now. The the tooth that uh, uh, it, it has a cavity in it is healed now. Do you understand? A miracle has taken place, and that person is instantly made well for whatever that area of the body or situation that miracle was for. It could be financially too. Now creative miracles. You realize in the Bible Jesus healed those who are lame? Well you know their uh, uh, That means sometimes people had missing body parts, like when he healed those of leprosy, and all of a sudden they had new body parts. So uh, uh, workings of miracles could be a person who has lost one leg, maybe in the war service, and all of a sudden he has a brand new leg. Yes, God does that. That's workings of miracles, okay? instant, miraculously healing. God did it, but He's that gift has flown, has, has operated through you for that person or circumstance. Oh, that's powerful. How desperately we need people to begin to operate in that today. But again, these are gifts of the Holy Spirit that are available to the body of Christ. You got the picture there. Okay. And I'll give, you, I'll give you an opportunity to cover those in a couple minutes here. Okay. Prophecy. Okay. The best definition I can give to you for the gift of prophecy is this. God gives you a download from heaven, and you are able, by the Holy Spirit, to speak the mind of God concerning a person, a circumstance, or a situation. Okay, it's a very legitimate gift. My beautiful wife, who was raised Southern Baptist, and uh, uh, later on we got more into a more charismatic individual, but even when she was a Baptist, God had was operating that gift of prophecy, but she didn't know what to call it. All of a sudden she knew certain things, and, and but she didn't know what what to call it. But God had given her the gift of prophecy. And she was able to speak the mind of God, in persons, circumstances, and situations. So God doesn't do things according to the denominations. Do you understand that? She had that gift as a born-again believer. But again, she didn't know how, what to do with it because she wasn't taught that that was a gift for today. So there are people that operate in these gifts and churches that don't believe in these gifts, but God just laughs and says, I'm giving it to you anyway. But the sad thing is a lot of times those gifts don't get uh, cultivated and used because you're you're not taught that they exist. And some people are actually ashamed of them and are afraid to, to manifest them. Now that is really pathetic, but I mean, that's the truth. So the gift of prophecy, let me say it again. God gives you a a, a prophecy, you're speaking the mind of God. You didn't know this, but God gave you a download by the Holy Spirit. You're speaking the mind of God concerning a person, a circumstance, or a situation. And there's many people that operate in the gift of prophecy. To another discerning of spirits and I would tell you if there's one gift that is desperate for these end times is discerning of spirits Okay, I mean we all need spiritual discernment period and God will give that to you, but also the gift of discerning of spirits. Okay, what does the gift of discerning of spirits allow you to do? You Number one, you discern the Holy Spirit. <laughs> you know when God's talking to you, you know, you know what is of the Holy Spirit as he is influencing and guiding you. Also, you're able to discern good or bad angels, you know a third of the angels fell with Lucifer So not every angelic visitation is is a good angel. Some are bad angels. Okay discerning the spirits You're able to recognize and differentiate between a good and bad angel. Also Discerning the spirits you are able to to discern human spirits give you an example Someone's telling you something that sounds really good and great But discerning spirits causes you to understand there's something corrupt in that person. They are not telling the truth. They're lying, okay? That is discerning of a human spirit. They act like they're all nice and wonderful, but they're not. They're lying to you like a dog. Do you understand that? What a great gift, okay? It would help you watching TV. In fact, you'll probably stop watching the mainly stream media from now on. Once you get you operating that gift, okay, discerning human spirits. Also, the discerning spirits, you can discern demonic spirits. And not just the presence of demonic spirit. Sometimes you can uh, discern the name of the spirit—a spirit of lust, a spirit of alcohol, a spirit of perversion—and you know, a, a spirit of murder. You can discern that. And sometimes you can also discern the function. Sometimes the name is the function, but sometimes the name does not necessarily tell you what the function is or what that demon is doing in that person. But you're able to discern that person is being influenced or affected by a demon that is discerning of spirits and we'll all cry out for that here in just a few minutes okay discerning of spirits a gift available to the body of Christ the believers okay to another tongues, to another interpretation of tongues. You know, probably the best story I like on that is uh, Perry Stone would talk about it. I think, I don't remember what the relative was. Uh, uh, his last name was Dunkard. This guy only had a fourth grade education, but he was born again filled with the Spirit of God. And God gave him the ability to speak seven different languages. And he just happened to work in the coal mines. And there were people there from Russia and different countries. And he was able to speak to them and their languages not knowing the languages but God the Holy Spirit gave him the gift of tongues and okay do you got that Okay, that's a very legitimate gift. No languages you don't otherwise know. And then with that, the interpretation of tongues. You know, if someone would give up and give a message in tongues, then that would be appropriate to someone also have the gift of interpretation of tongues where you can, in English, if you're dealing with English people, give to that person what the person has said in that other language. So again, all genuine, important, powerful gifts available to Christians, to born-again ones from the Holy Spirit. Let me read verse 7 again. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man or person to profit. These are available gifts. Okay. Verse 11, we need, definitely need to throw this in. But all these worketh at the one and very same Spirit, dividing every man severally as he will now you can covet all the gifts I would encourage you to covet all the gifts unless you just don't want them of course but again the Holy Spirit is sovereign the Holy Spirit is the third person the Godhead he is sovereign whether you get that gift or not but again God wants these gifts operating in the body and I'm absolutely sure at least one of these gifts he wants you to operate in and possibly more but jumping down to verse 31 because we don't can't we're not going to be over to too much longer and we want to take time to do this but covet earnestly the best gifts and yet i show you a more excellent way okay covet you know the bible says we can't covet another man's wife or or money or home or things like that but something you can covet is the gifts of the holy spirit which means you really really want them you understand that. You see the need for it. You see how this needs to be a reality in the body of Christ and you begin to covet those gifts and God by the Holy Spirit gives you these gifts. Okay? Do you get the picture here? How important there is? In fact, just real quick in verse 28 it says, God hath set some in the church, first apostles, secondly prophets, third teachers, after that miracles, and gifts of healings, helps, government, diversity of tongues. So God fully expects and wants to set in every church people operating in the gifts of the Holy Spirit, not just the fivefold ministry, but the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Okay, well, let me just give you an opportunity. Do any of these gifts, are you stirred now in your Holy Spirit to operate in these gifts? Let's take a minute and pray together. Father, we come to you in Jesus' name. We're going to do exactly what you said. We are going to covet earnestly the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Now, as I mentioned each gift, if that's a gift you want, tell the Lord, I want to operate in this gift. Okay. Father, we come to you in Jesus' name. Father, you would grant us to operate powerfully and effectively in the Holy Spirit's gifts of words of wisdom. Father, supernatural direction given to us by the Holy Spirit. Father, we also covet earnestly words of knowledge, Father God, facts, information, Lord, that we don't know, but you know that helps people not only get healed, but to know uh, what circumstances, what's really going on. Father, we also come coveting earnestly the gift of faith, mountain-moving faith, Father God. And Father, in this corrupt world we live and we need the gift of faith, mountain-moving faith, Lord. Allow us. We're coveting earnestly the gift of faith. Also, Father, we're coveting earnestly the gifts of healings. Father, so many people, including us, get attacked by sickness. Oh, Father, how desperately we need to have those operating the gifts of healings. And, Lord, we make ourselves available to operate in this gift in Jesus' name. Also, workings of miracles. Oh, Father, we love miracles and creative miracles also, Father God. We're coveting earnestly allow us, Father, to operate powerfully in workings of miracles with creative miracles. Also, Father, allow us to operate in the gift of prophecy, Lord, that you by the Holy Spirit can allow us to speak your mind concerning a person, circumstance, or situation. Yes, Lord, we want to prophesy. Also, Father, discerning of spirits. Father, we desperately need this. People are trying to lie to us, fool us all the time. We need discerning of spirits, Father. Grant us that gift. And also, Father, various kinds of tongues, Father God. We desire to be able to speak in other languages that we don't know. And then also, Father, the interpretation of tongues. Then we could turn around and interpret the very thing that you've shown us through this foreign language that you have downloaded us to us. So Father we see these gifts as valuable and important. Lord we recognize according to your word in verse 7 you want all of us to operate at least one of these gifts. So we're in agreement together. We believe we receive it and we're not just asking once Father you said to covet. So we're going to press in and we're going to keep asking, seeking and knocking until these gifts become a reality in us. And we thank you for it now in Jesus name. And now, Father, that we're at the end of the broadcast, I'm crying out for any person who doesn't know Jesus Christ as their Savior and Lord. And if they were die today, they'd go to hell. They would get saved today. If you want to do this, pray with me right now. Dear God, I know it. I'm a sinner. I believe, Lord Jesus, you died for my sins and rose again. I repent of my sins. Lord Jesus, I come to you. Come into my heart. Be my Savior and Lord of my life. I give myself to you completely, both now and forever. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen. God bless you.
0: Thank you for listening to the broadcast of Exceedingly Abundant Ministries in cooperation with Bethel Worship Center of Joplin, Missouri. Bethel Worship Center is located at 3125 West 20th Street in Joplin. Weekly service times are Sunday morning at 10 a.m. and a Wednesday evening Bible study at 6.30 p.m. For more information, visit their website at BethelJoplin.org or send an email to Pastor Gary. His email is GaryColt at Yahoo.com. Please join them again next week as they continue to expound on God's truth in a relevant and practical way.